the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Very well done. It's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful day today. God, it was crystal clear at my house as I was leaving this morning. A little chilly. It's a little cold out, but but, man, just absolutely not a cloud in the sky. The day's supposed to be pretty warm today, though, right? Well, it's supposed to be cool today and tomorrow and then warm up into the oh, middle of the week okay, and then okay. cool down towards the end of the week. But I saw yeah. a, a shooting star this morning and when I saw shadows and ambient light this morning, I looked up and knew it was the moon. I didn't you, miss you the moon. You figured it out this yes, time? Yes, I did. It's about the same place it was last time when I couldn't find it. <laughs> but it, it uh, the nights certainly have been cooling down, which are, it's nice. I think our fruit trees will be enjoying. I think oh, they yeah, need absolutely. some cool. yeah. some cooler hours although i don't know yeah, my, below 45 my apricot tree is totally dormant at this point oh very really? few of mine are really oh really yeah the well the spice z nectoplum is totally leafed huh. the apricots um <laughs> one of them is totally dormant but i believe it's a permanent dormancy <laughs> it's, from last it's, summer it's, it's dead, different uh, okay. that's a different dormancy yeah but the other ones have dropped their leaves but the Nectoplum is totally tree. Yes, yes. and the pears, uh, pears still has, and most of my citrus still have held their leaves. Well, you said you, you said your citrus had some new growth on it too, right? A couple of flushes I had to, had to treat the. What is it? A pumelo. My pumelo and one other tree had new growth, and there was some Asian citrus psyllid on that new growth, but most of it does not have. New growth at this time. None of my right. citrus has new growth on it well, at all. Different trees get into different growth cycles. You know, they're fruiting. the The ones that have new growth on them right now have almost mature fruit. A pumelo and a an orange right next to it, but it is the Trovita orange, so it is in a different cycle, and so those are putting out new growth right now. But nothing else is, and nothing else has any any bugs on it. Yeah, I. I, I still have yet to uh, have any similar show up on any of mine. That's that's good. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. The uh, yeah, no kidding. Did you guys get any rain this week? A little bit. I mean, not 
it didn't seem like much at all. I don't. I, but it was wet. And I I got yeah drizzled on a bit. It was it was it was wet out. But that we had a couple of good downpours at at the nursery in Poway. Okay. But I I only ended up with a tenth of an inch of rain from that at my house. Yeah, I don't. I was I was a little disappointed. It did wet things down. It did wash off the trees. Right. Uh, it did kind of clean things up a little bit, and it will extend a dry. Uh, a non-watering Water, period, yeah, but true. it wasn't much of a soak in there. Yeah, I didn't turn my sprinklers off. The, the weather service has... Are they, are they backing off, like you said? You're well, the weather, the weather service has said their climate prediction for the wet December doesn't or doesn't seem to be manifesting itself. It's early in December, and it didn't show up in November, but... They're still looking for it. They're still looking for it, and there's a 50-50 chance of... Wetter or drier weather <laughs> on the that. new models for December. It's either going to rain or it's not. Yeah. I think that's. I think that sums it up pretty well. It. We'll see. Yeah. The, there is moisture coming into California, but just into the northern North, half of northern the state. Port, yeah. Have, have either of you guys gone out and? I know we don't have any classes, but have you gone to any of the nighttime lit up tree decorations or? No, just, no. My, just my front yard. No, not your yet. front yard. Mark was afraid I wouldn't be able to find his house so. <laughs> and know where to pick him up, so he lit it up for me. Because was it? It was like three weeks ago. I went into the wrong driveway. Driveway. driveway yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I just, I just got my, uh, <clears throat> got the orange lights taken down off of the house too <laughs> for yeah, Halloween. For Halloween and yeah. Thanksgiving, I still have to put up the uh, the Christmas. Christmas lights. Well, you can get the. Didn't you say your neighbor's putting up uh, lights oh, so that yeah. you never have to take them down? He put up. I, I still haven't seen him yet. I need to walk up the street and take a look. But he had um, LED lights installed. Okay. A permanent installation under the eaves of his house. It's a lot of money. But you you can program it from your phone. So oh, wow. you can okay. change the colors and do so whatever you So you put you lights like in once and... Every holiday is taken care of. It's guaranteed for 20 years. And you don't have to think, I mean, you might have to think about it for like three seconds and change it. But short of that, you don't have to get up there. and. You don't yeah. have to, yeah. You know, yeah, that, that's the, interesting. The that days might be of, worth it. Yeah, the days of me getting on the roof. Yeah. That, that, no, that, that's not going to happen anymore. No. So no. I, it, Come on. The, without you getting on the roof, we can't have the days of you falling off the roof. <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the lights that I put up are all things that I can reach from the ground. I don't even get on a ladder anymore. Uh, Your little pincers. That's yeah. probably not a bad idea. Well, for you, certainly. You know. <laughs> exactly. I've bounced back from each of my falls. Yeah, until you don't. Thus, yeah. thus far. And, you know, the recent thing is all fine. I'm still walking. Everything's good. Um, December nights. Oh, yeah. Yes. We did our prep this week. The trees trees all went down there, and the Casa del Prado looks very nice. The rest of the Prado hadn't been set up yet, but the uh, Casa del Prado, all the trees were were in. There was a lot of trees we brought down there. Yes, there were. Yeah. Um, yes, there were. Uh, and that was a, that was the first time I had ever gone down to the park for the setup of December nights. And I don't know how long have we been long geez, time. A long time. Well, I was surprised they said that the they've been doing December nights for I think they said 47 years. I don't remember us being involved with it for, yeah, for that long. Probably 30 but years at least. Probably like that, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. 
but uh, it looked very nice. You guys did a you guys did a very very nice job. Thank you, sir. I like getting in there before it opens up because I had and no Walter interest likes in being, to make sure it looks beautiful. It it did. I oh you know I I didn't send him pictures. Oh, better make sure he got some pictures. Yes. Um, I don't know if you guys. You guys don't go down there when that's going on. Oh, no. God, no. No, Stay no, way no. away from there. Yeah. It was very nice on Wednesday. There was not a lot of yeah. traffic. And I'll have to show you what you can do as part of the install crew next you time. Can, so you you go through, that, the through, the, through the barrier. Yeah, I had to, I had to park at a Pepper Grove oh. to, to get over there. <laughs> Sorry. So. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I, I, went, I went to the, the – when I – when I went down there, I went to the parking lot that's behind the Natural History Museum. Okay. Over, we're kind of between the zoo and yeah, and the Natural History Museum. Yeah, completely full. And that was that was before noon on Thursday. Was it Thursday? It was Thursday. You guys set up. No, Wednesday. 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 Yeah. It was before noon on Wednesday. I went down, and the parking lots were both of those lots were full. So then I ended up driving over to. Pepper Grove and got her back to the nursery. That so. was yes, thank you very much. That's I was wondering what took you so long. Well, that's now I know. Now. Um, that was one of the benefits of driving the nursery truck. I could drive right in, just drive park. in. Yeah. So true. if you want yeah. to avoid, if you don't want to participate in all of the fun and festivities at Balboa at December nights in Balboa Park, the Botanic Garden, San Diego Botanic Garden yeah. has a light fest, lightscape. I think lightscape. Yeah, which um, apparently has been. According to the commercials that I've heard, it has been reimagined this year. Last year, we went last year, um, um, and it was—it's pretty cool. I mean, they—they—they they, yeah. they do a very—it's—it's it's a very interesting setup, and uh, the—and how you go through it, it's—it's it's really pretty neat. Uh, I would—I would definitely recommend it if you're looking—if you're looking for something to do. It was sold out last night, so make sure you get. Your oh, you got to get your tickets online. And yeah, pick yeah. a time when. <laughs> when there's tickets available, and the San Diego Zoo has their Jungle night. Bells, Jungle yeah. Bells too. We're going to the we're going to the pre-opening on I think it's Wednesday. It's the I think it's the it's the sixth. It's That's the, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. We're going on. We're Melanie and I are going on on Wednesday. So very cool. We'll go check that out. And the. USS Midway Museum has a yeah light they've show. got a huge light show going on yeah, too saw, saw like, of, of all the of all the days for George to take off exactly. we need him here to tell us about the Midway but <laughs> well he'll he'll be he'll be here next week and he can tell us all about um, Bouchard Gardens oh yes. um, Victoria which yeah. is where he is probably at the airport right now uh, on his way wait, north on his way oh, north i can tell you that in a minute but that's different i asked him for stats he sent me a text it's jingle jets is what's going on jingle jets on the, is at the midway, midway yeah. museum yeah. and it's yeah and jungle bells at um at the zoo and i think there's something going on at the wild animal well the safari park yes please. i think i think there's something going on up there too i yeah. heard i heard something about it but i not yeah, sure. It hasn't. It hasn't been. Yeah, it's publicized. Not as publicized as um, some of the other things that are going on. And you know what? I, I don't even know if they still do it or not. But um, do they still do Candy Cane Lane in Chula Vista? I oh, think, I'm sure I they, think do. they do. Yeah, you just don't hear about it anymore. Well, you probably don't watch local news as much as you used. to. Well, I do, but I I just don't. And it is early. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah, 
you know, and then up in um, up in our Not neighborhood in uh, ran- in Rancho Penasquitos is um, Ovedo Street, okay. where where they just go completely bonkers. Bonk, bonk, yeah. yeah, there are more completely bonkers places as you just Absolutely. drive around. There's it starts with one house and then it spreads and right. it's like part can, of the HOA or something. You can you have in, to you, if you buy the house, you have to decorate or yeah. Well, it on Ovedo Street. I I haven't been there in in years. We used to take the kids there every every year, but I mean, it's like it's right. like a a month long block party. Right. I mean, everybody's outside. And they're they're making food and have. You know, it, hot chocolate and stuff, and people are walking around. Very it's very cool. It, yeah. it, 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 it's, it's pretty neat. I mean, they, they, they put, they yeah. put a lot of work yes. into it. I mean, they, 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 they really do. So, um, you used to have to go to those, just those neighborhoods to yes. see a really nice. There was another right? one. There's lots of them. Now. There yeah, was there another are. one out in El Cajon too, and I can't because I remember yeah. we drove, we drove out there to see. It was probably 20 years ago. Yeah. We drove out there to see it, but. I, I remember we were driving through the neighborhood looking at the lights. People were running limousines and yeah. going through the neighborhood in in you know, in a in a limousine to to see the lights. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe you can have a champagne or if you, yeah, you could you could probably have a cocktail or something yes. while while you're doing that, which would be the way to do it. Yeah, exactly. um, I just yeah. harvest pomegranates and hang them from the eaves of the house, and so nobody drives by to see mine. But I hang pomegranates and persimmons, and they they make very nice decorative globes. Yeah. They don't get stolen. No, no, because I'm up the driveway. Oh, nobody can point. see them good anyway. Point. But it makes it harder for the rats to get to, which is what. Well, that's I, true. I've been dealing with. Mm-hmm. That's true. Did get a couple of gophers this week. Oh. Right. Very nice. Yes, thank you. Um, if you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady. George Allman is up north. Uh, not yet. Not, I think he is down south. Oh, is he? At the, I would at suggest the, you he is at sand.org. At the airport? Or en route, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, I'm, I'm curious to see what he thinks of it. I, my, my dad took, took us to Bouchard Gardens when I was... Ten, okay. something like that. Been a while, yeah. Because my my grandmother lived. She lived in um, she lived in Central Washington, uh, in Ellensburg, which is just north of Yakima. I mean, right in the right in the middle of the state. And we drove over to um, well, we drove over to Seattle because I remember we went we went on board um, 
USS Missouri when she was in mothballs up there. Um, and she was in, she was in Bremerton. And then I remember we took the ferry over to, um, Victoria and went to Bouchard gardens. I remember it being very pretty, but I don't, Right. I don't remember any specifics about it at all. So I'm I'm curious to see what see what George Especially thinks about it. This time of year it's gotta be it's gonna be cold. Well yes. <laughs> no. They're not on an or the first flight. They're getting ready to head to the airport. Okay. Oh, okay. I was off with my time, so I apologize That's, to everyone okay. who, who I there were probably people headed down to the mm-hmm. airport to see if they could catch a glimpse of George <laughs> as he ran through the airport. He, he's, he can he can sign autographs on his way to the gate. Yes, um, yes. I think the actually the last time the last time I was in Canada was in 1986 when um, my dad and my sister and I went up to to the um, World's Fair in oh, Vancouver. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Which was really neat. I mean, they they did a they did a really really nice job on that. I was trying to remember what when were the Olympics, the Winter Olympics, Whistler and Whistler. Oh, twelve years ago, probably something like that. Um, yeah, that was the second one. I think there was one before that. But well, we, we had we had friends that went to the Winter Olympics um, in Whistler the last time that it was here which were the last time that they had it which was which was which was about 12 i think about 12 or 14 years ago I remember being in the airport having we were eating in the airport and you were looking to the north you could see lights up in the distance which was way up but it was whistler they, oh you could see where were you mountain. going was that when you we went either up to two or two or fro one of the fishing trips oh, i don't okay Probably it's fishing and bear trips. It was really neat up there. Yeah, Canada's kind of a cool place. I, I do need to go to Bouchard at one point in my life. I would I would highly recommend it. It's it, it it's pretty neat. It, it really is pretty amazing. Kind of bringing Bouchard to us. We got in our second shipment of cut Christmas trees from Mossy Rock, Washington. This oh week, wow! Which is yeah. almost like going to Bouchard Gardens. I would imagine. Because I've never been there, so I'm sure it's like that. Yeah, I've I've never been to uh, Mossy Rock myself either. Yeah, I'm not even sure where Mossy Rock is. It's up in Washington. Well, Well, I know it's in Washington. (laughs) I know, but since I don't have a better answer for you, I'm just going (laughs) to give you that so we can hopefully move on. Well, and this is probably what 25 years that we've been getting since before Poway opened. Yeah, we started this when John Burton came down and visited you and me, Mark. Yes, at. uh, at Enterprise Street, yep. and he told us about these beautiful trees that his family has been growing for. Yeah. I think he was the second generation, and he's working on on moving it through. It's right. They're fantastic trees. They are. They're absolutely, absolutely gorgeous trees. He it's the truth. he does a he does a really really nice job with them. And it, it's it's weird talking to people in these veins. I'm. We're getting older than we used to be. No kidding. And, you know, there were old people working at the nursery when I started there. Yeah. And we weren't part any of, of them. Yeah. We weren't part of that old crew. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. And now we are. It's, yes, it's very strange thinking of it. But the trees looked good. They smelled good. Yeah, they do. Um, it's it's amazing. Nothing better than opening the back of a truck and just getting that waft of Christmas. There's, yes. And the best part is we had the right number of people there. So, I yeah. didn't. I could That's count the, trees and exactly. didn't have to move trees. Yeah, yeah. They're 
they're he- they're heavier than I remember them being. Well, that's the thing. But yeah. then again, I'm a lot older than I used to be. <laughs> and too. they were the last so, load on the truck, so they were all the way in. So they had to come all the way out. Drag them all the way out. Um, but they look good. That you know, I've always been a Noblefur guy. Well, yeah. I wasn't always. I used to be a Dougfur guy, right? Of course. Oh, and then Noblefur, yeah. exactly. But now the Fraser fur. Yeah, Fraser furs are they're beautiful. They're super fragrant. They last as long or even longer than the noble furs, and they're usually a little slimmer and a little lighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, the Fraser. The Fraser's a that is they a are. that is a really nice fur. You know where they grow a lot of Fraser furs? North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. That's we. I. They used to come from North Carolina. Isn't that we, where the big Christmas tree for the uh, Chris, White House? Is? Yeah, the one that blew over. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, I think that's where it came. That, I'm pretty sure that's where it came from. Right. Was was North North Carolina. Yeah. Um, but you know what I like? There seems see, to be a message there. What I like seeing in a coming back again are unsheared nobles. Right. Which when I, when I was a kid, that's all there was. Noble furs were noble furs, and right. they they were not sheared. They were not really full. Um, and that's what well, I always that's that, that's the traditional type right. of Christmas tree that I remember growing up with, and that's that's the ones that I like. And some people love them, and some, some people, people say, yeah. "Oh my gosh, that's too skinny." Yeah. Other people say, "Oh look at there's perfect levels and layers for yeah. us to hang the ornaments from." Right. And some people love them, and some people just right nice areas for your cat to lay on. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. So, no, I. But we there was there were a number of years there there where we didn't get unsheared nobles yeah. nobody was nobody, nobody was, was growing them anymore growing them. and when we first started getting the the uh fraser furs they were coming from, from north, north carolina. carolina yes they were yeah they were bringing out oh, they truckloads. Were, they're yeah, being grown them up north now but they were coming from from elsewhere yeah. I guess that was when it was a little less expensive to ship them across no the country. Kidding. Probably. We really have a, a very nice selection of living living trees, too. Oh, okay. And, I don't, and I don't mean the single-leaf pinion pine that I got from my brother a few years ago that he just laughed at me for bringing. It met all of his criteria. I know you guys have heard this. <laughs> he wanted one that he could grow here. He wanted one that was drought tolerant, and he wanted one that wouldn't get too big. So I selected him a yeah. single-leaf Pinus minophylla from Monrovia, mm-hmm. and he just looked at it and laughed at me when it was taken well, to his home. Yeah. But it fit all his criteria. It met all the criteria. Exactly. I don't know what he was expecting. Exactly. Yeah. But there, we have a whole bunch of others. I don't think I've seen the we got a, there, this year. There's a, there's a lot of... Pisces. There's a lot of conifers in stock right now. A lot of different choices. Yeah. Lots all of kinds different of stuff. heights. Uh, should probably mention that um, our garden class schedule is dark for the... For rest the rest of month. for the rest of the year, yes, <laughs> that too. Yeah, so we will. There are not going to be any classes um, in either of the stores through the through the end of the year. Um, do you know what the class is in January? No, probably I don't know that. That's probably George, that's a George's sort of question. Rose, that's rose George's or fruit tree question or a class or something like that. Oh, okay. we're and we're we're, ex, we're expecting roses. Oh gosh! Don't even. It's got to be soon. Fairly. Mm. Yeah, it's next week. Not this next week. week. I mean, it's the week of the eleventh and the week of the eighteenth are the first shipments. Yep. Barrett roses, baby. Okay, so I, this is kind of off topic, but I don't normally sit here. George normally sits here, mm-hmm. and there's an extension cord right here. 
But every time when he comes in with his laptop, we have to plug it in all the way across the desk. So I just sent him a picture saying that when they redid the studio, they got him an extension cord, and I thought he would be excited. He said that extension cord's been there for over a year. Why doesn't he use it? I, you'd have to ask him. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully he's the we'll have one. that conversation next week. <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. I got us off of uh, – Yeah. I don't know what the cl- first class is. I'm guessing it's a fruit tree and pruning class. Probably. Yeah. First one of, of January. That would be – and. My guess. That is an excellent question, and a yeah. good uh, David would have had the answer for you, but yeah. I, I apologize. Speaking of, speaking of fruit trees, at least the uh, um, dormant ones, we've got a we've got a good selection of the sleeved trees. Yes, we do in stock right now, and they're I, I'm somewhat amazed at how big those things are, in given sle- the size sleeves, of the container yeah. that they're in. I mean, they're they're huge. The the, the um, the mulberries, they're, what, five feet tall? Yes. Wow. They're going to need a little loose staking until they get – it's winter winter fruit tree care is our first class of in the first Saturday of January. Oh, did George okay. just text you? Yes, and he also texted me he's been using this extension cord for over a year. I guess – oh, well, anyway. We got some nice poinsettias, too. Can I bring this back? Yeah, we do. Anything yeah, we new do. in poinsettias? I didn't see anything brand new, but – what was once old is new again. Isn't that what they say? I believe so. Gerald Stewart, do you guys remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jerry, oh, Grower, yeah. He was in uh, a couple of days ago, and he was pretty excited to find a new poinsettia. And when he found the name of it, it was an old poinsettia. It, yeah. was, it was Monet. Right. Which I remember when it came out, when Eki first brought it out, and we right. used to pick it up at the ranch. And it was the people from... Uh, from a Coronado case, isn't that the oh the, the poinsettia? You all, yes. yes. Isn't that the poinsettia they got? We used to get yes. them cases of yes. Monets, yes. and I thought it was really neat. I believe it is a, as far as Ken is concerned, it is the beat of poinsettias. <laughs> yeah, it's, nah, yeah. Nah. and it doesn't do anything. Gerald for me. was excited because he didn't have it in his poinsettia collection, so it is now part of his poinsettia well, that's, you know collection. Something? Yeah, Jerry's got a big collection of all kinds of all, things. All kinds yeah. of things. So, but there are lots of, well, there's every color imaginable. I still, I'm a huge Ice Punch fan. I like that red bract with a little bit of yeah, white you know, in it, it that is, looks like an nice. ice cube floating in a red in a red bowl of punch, or a bowl of red punch. The punch is red, mm-hmm. not the bowl. Mm-hmm. You don't like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like yeah, that. When, when it comes to poinsettias, I'm a, tra- I'm a traditionalist. I'm a traditionalist. Yeah. I like, I like, I like just, a, a red, a, just yeah. a nice, big... Red poinsettia. It, it, I re, I remember when it used to just be there was there was red, there was pink, yeah, and there and was, there was white, white whatever, and jingle yeah. bells, right? And that was and that was it. There 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 were no other there were no other colors. Yeah, uh, I, I, I yeah, I was never a fan of marble. That I don't was, remember marble. It was the yellow with the pink in the middle of it. That was one of the first big oh, hybrids. Okay. I, I didn't. Yeah. That didn't. I kind of like the the maroon one, and now they have oh. those kind of orangey ones. Yes, I don't and actually, I like the new fall color ones yeah. for yeah. Thanksgiving. They're kind of orange. Not for not for a Christmas poinsettia, but for a yeah, Thanksgiving poinsettia. Nice the orange, orange, yeah, and ones. the yellow one. I don't remember the yellow one. Did, did we have them this year? They sold out so quickly you didn't even Is get that, a chance to see That must have been them. it, yeah. That's, didn't, that's what it was. Didn't even, didn't even see them come through. Got to extend that season. You can't sell every all of your marbles in one three-week basket. There you go. 
You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you would like to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Um, John, stay on the line. We're going to talk to you when we come back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Kane Anderson along with David Ross and Mark Mahady. George Allman is off this week. Um, if you would like to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to go talk to John from the Botanical Garden. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Ken? I am doing well. Thank you. Good. Hi, David and Mark. And sorry, George isn't there, but uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to already uh, push a class that I'm going to do up at the Walter Anderson Poway location in November next year. Okay. And that is, <laughs> George had seen an article that I did on the variety of possible living Christmas trees. And so he said, hey, that would be a great class. So we already have that booked for next year, for November. And that's something I want to commend to people. I have purchased my living Christmas tree at Walter Anderson's over the last, I don't know, five years or so. And every year you guys have the best selection in town. And so it's it's really cool. And my Christmas tree last year was Pinus heldreichii, which is the Bosnian pine. And so it, uh, after Christmas, went to live at my property in Julian. And so that's where all of my kind of used Christmas trees go because <laughs> there's no room on there. <laughs> right, right. Very nice. Anymore. So this is my tradition now that we take those trees and we plant them out at Julian. But uh, there's so many good choices that you have. And so I'm going to be up today or tomorrow to pick this year's tree. But I want to just pass that on to people to uh, look at the selection. It's not the usual stuff that people think of either as trees. The Bosnian pine was brilliant. That's such a great tree. But uh, the tree that... uh, David just recommended the uh, Pinus monophylla. That was my tree from four years ago <laughs> that went out to Julian. And that is one of my favorite pines. That is absolutely that's a, neat, a stunner. That's a, that's a neat that's a neat tree, and uh, and if yeah. you um, if you can keep it alive long enough, you can actually get pine nuts off of it too. Yes, that is the uh, pine nut of choice of New Mexico, Arizona, California, and the deserts. And if you haven't ever tasted New Mexico pinion coffee, they make it with pine nuts in New Mexico. They're they're based in Albuquerque, and it is delicious coffee. That's and interesting. So that's another, yeah. And and it used to be they actually had the uh, pinus monophylla nuts in the coffee when they roasted it. Now they're just using an oil from it. But that is really delicious coffee. Oh, may have oh, to go. To, may have to go back to, to New Mexico and give that a try. You're going to go to White yeah, Sands while you're there? Um, you can find it in uh, 
the different Costco's there for like it's so cheap. It's about nine bucks for two pounds. If you buy it directly from New Mexico Pinion Coffee, it's about twenty five dollars. <laughs> is it is it legal to bring back across the border? Because we could drive to Arizona, pick up a bunch of it for nine bucks, and then come here and sell it. Is it legal? Oh, I do that. Yeah, I go to Costco usually in Durango, Colorado, or or maybe Denver, and I'll actually load up the trunk of my car. All right. <laughs> you know, I appreciate you calling and talking about our living Christmas trees in your upcoming class, but I thought for sure you were calling to tell us about the light show at the Botanical Garden. Well, golly, you know, I, I could have so many shameless plugs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But, well, but, but uh, yeah, the, it is really fabulous, and it is totally different than last year, the, the lightscape. And we've been sold out already almost every night. Really? And wow. so, yeah, yeah, it's been a, a very good year so far, and it's just early December. So uh, it sure is a ton of work, though. And I was amazed at how... How much work you guys must have put into that la- into that last year when we went? It it it's it's pretty incredible. It it is fun, and what's really great about it is it brings out a completely different set of people. It's fun to be in the garden at night and have hearing people enjoy it, but then they'll say, "Gosh, I didn't know this was here. I wonder how it looks during the day." That's part of our strategy. Also, is to have people that have never been to the botanic garden come for the lights and then they come later to see it during the day and it is a totally different experience of course oh i i am sure yeah different. i can i can only i can only imagine it is it is a it is a pretty spectacular place uh you guys managed to uh, survive the um cones falling out of the um, eric areas <laughs> this year we did yeah yeah we saved some in fact i've uh, Save some of the seeds to pass on to you guys if you'd be interested. Oh, I'd love to. For some. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Araucaria bidwillii, which is the bunya bunya. Bunya. Uh, but, but we've also had some really neat ones. Uh, it's the Araucaria robusta and the Araucaria australis, which are the cowrie pines, you know, from Queensland, and then the others are from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And I've been saving seeds from those because you just can't get this stuff anymore. Yeah. One of the things I love about what you guys share is to really the demise of so many nurseries. Uh, you know, San Marcos Growers is going to be gone soon. Suncrest is gone. Um, gosh, yeah. Tom Nuccio was just in town this week and, and saw he was in Rancho Santa Fe delivering some plants. You know, Tom's not going to be in the business either when he's gone. You know, no, I, I had kids, I had heard rumors that. It. I'd heard rumors that Nuccio's was was um, next next un- unfortunately, yeah. but yeah, no, there's a there there's a lot of there there there's a lot of good nurseries that have that have gone by the wayside, and unfortunately, when that happens, there's a lot of stuff that just d- disappears from the market. You just you just can't get it anymore. Another one that was gone was uh, gosh, up near Paso Robles, Summers Wholesale Nursery. Yeah. Oh, Steve, Steve Summer, Steve yeah. Summers, no, yeah. he grew. Oh my He goodness. had some outstanding. He had. Yeah, he did unusual. Yeah, he had some really, really neat stuff. That was that was probably the biggest the the one that's gonna the one that's gonna hurt us the most. I think within the next few years is going to be San Marcos, though. That, that's really unfortunate that they. That they're not going to be around um, for the for the long term because they're they they grow so they grow so much stuff 
um, that you just can't get you you just can't get it anywhere else. There's there's nobody else growing it. Well, everybody's trying to grow to make a profit, but they kept yeah. plants as part of it and bringing in new things and different things, which is what we enjoy at Walter Anderson Nursery. Correct. But there are fewer and fewer people that are doing the specialty stuff. They want things that they can sell a million of, not a hundred to this guy yeah. and fifty to Walter Andersons or something. So it's it's unfortunate. It's the way things are going. It is sad. That's thanks, thanks for bringing us down, John. That was great. <laughs> well, on the other hand, there are some lovely really wonderful independent nurseries. I constantly try to push independent nurseries, you know, that, that do get the stuff that you can't get at the box stores and so on. And so that's why I'm a, a big booster of Walter Anderson's and many of the other family loan owned places still in town. So anyway, on a totally separate, it, well, actually a related note, is it true that you're going to be doing a class at Walter Anderson nursery in Poway in February on specialty plants, maybe proteaceae by chance? I am. Uh, that's, that's always a very well attended class. And uh, gosh, I think we had like 80 people for the last one. The citrus class. Oh my goodness. That was fun. I, I actually gave Tom Spellman a run for his money. I had standing room only, and every seat in the house was full with the citrus. Uh, but I I really love being an adjunct professor at Walter Anderson University. Up there. So it's, uh, it's always fun for me. And, yes, the Proteaceae class is great. And if people aren't aware, you all always have a great selection of the Proteaceae uh, when we do that class. And so uh, there was a lot of really cool plants going out the door for that, too. Oh, yeah. I think the selection of Proteas that we had last year was probably one of the best that I've ever seen. And we have arranged with one of the growers to have some one-gallons, which have been in short supply uh, for your class. So we should have another wide selection available that first week of February, uh, whenever your class is. Oh, that's great. Hey, one other uh, living Christmas tree that you guys probably have in stock. It's it's one of my absolute favorite trees for San Diego, and that's the Quia Macasipus. Uh That's uh, Hesperciparus uh, stevensonii. And that tree has become so rare, it's only endemic. It was kind of fun to talk about all the rare plants in the world. One of the rarest plants in the world in situ is that Cuyamacasaurus on the southwest corner of Cuyamaca Mountain on Kings Creek, there are 40 trees left in the world. Wow. Uh, you know, it just, it's mind-boggling to me. And that is one of the most beautiful trees you can have in a garden. So that's one I'm sure you guys have. I've seen them even when one gallon's five gallons. And, uh, you know, the Takati cypress, there's a lot of really good choices for those living Christmas trees. Yeah, there's some there's some neat stuff out there, and it and they don't end up in the landfill or end up as a mulch in your garden either. They they will go on, they will go on and on. But you know, it's interesting one one that one that isn't as popular as it used to be. Although within the last couple of years, we've started getting them in again. Was um, Norfolk pine? Uh, Ericaria heterophylla. Uh, they were extremely popular at one point in time, and then they just they completely disappeared off of the market. Uh, but now they're starting to they're starting to show up again. Do you know what they did to them again this year? No, they made sure they were green. Oh, they painted them. They spray painted them again. Oh. 
Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that is unfortunate. Because they have kind of that bronzy glow to, right. the, yeah. to right. the new growth. And yeah. I guess that might be why they've lost favor for a while. But they're coming back, but they've been spray painted. They'll grow out of it, but people are... Oh. oh, well. No no accounting for taste in some reasons. So, John, thank you very much for the uh, thank you very much for the call. And uh, once again, tell people how uh, how long Lightscape is going to be going on. Lightscape goes on until January first oh, on New okay. Year's Day. It'll be the last day, and uh, all the information's on the website. And you have to book book your tickets in advance through the website. That's correct. Yeah, everything has to be done online, and uh, there are no walk-up sales at all. So okay. it's on the sdbgarden.org. Okay, good to know. John, thank you very much for the call. Thank we you appreciate guys. it. It was a pleasure. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, take care. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Jack, stay on the line. We're going to talk to you when we come back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I am Ken Anderson along with David Ross and Mark Mahady. George has the weekend off. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to go to Del Cerro where Jack is waiting. Good morning, Jack. How are you? Uh, good, good. Thanks uh, for taking my call and really appreciate you guys. I'm well, thank sure you. you have many more, more <laughs> listeners than you think. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, but uh, uh, I want to ask you uh, something on uh, fertilizing and then watering. Uh, I have uh, two camellia trees, and I was wondering, uh, when am I supposed to fertilize those? I think I remember you guys saying that you had to watch out at certain time of the year that you couldn't fertilize them. Yeah, usually you you want to stop feeding them usually around October, late September or October, because uh, that's when they start to when they start to bud up. And if you feed them anything with nitrogen in it, uh, while they have flower buds on them, it'll push new growth out from underneath those flower buds. It'll knock the flower buds off. So you'll get a lot of nice shiny growth, but you won't get any flowers. So if they have good rule of thumb is if they if you see buds forming or if you have buds on the on the plants, don't feed them anything with nitrogen in it um, until okay. until their flowering cycle is done. Exactly. So when the flowers when the flowers fall, then you can start start feeding yes. again. Exactly. That's correct. Yes. I see. Okay. And then uh, just on regular fertilizer for for things like uh, the citrus and the uh, and the uh, you know I got morning glories things like that. That, that any particular cycle that you guys recommend or. Or what do you recommend usually on that? Well, well, like I usually like I usually tell people when they ask what the best fertilizer is, it's the one that you use. Um, so it, it really a good general purpose fertilizer we'll is fine. But is yeah. fine. 
Um, they do like they have the acid, acid, acid food, food or one yeah. of the bloom formulas. A citrus food would be good. A cotton, vegetable cotton food would be good. Meal. Cotton seed meal. People love. That's right. That's a nice slow release nitrogen fertilizer. Okay. And then uh, time wise on that, do you do it every every how, how many months? It kind of depends. It depends on the it depends on the specific fertilizer, but usually it's about every six to eight weeks or so. You're you're, you're going to be in pretty good shape. I see. Okay. During the growing season. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then my other question on uh, dormant trees, deciduous trees, like a liquid amber or something like that. Mm -hmm. If we we have a dry winter, do you you have to water that or no? No, they should be uh, an established liquid amber. Even if it's a dry winter, you probably, you, you shouldn't have to give it any supplemental water. It should be good on its own. Okay. I got you. All right. Okay, well, those are those are my questions, guys, and we really appreciate your show, okay? Well, thank you very much, Jack. Appreciate nice. the call. You have a great weekend. Okay, likewise. Okay. Thanks again. Take care. You want to talk about something serious? Yeah, we probably should. we have to. All right. Uh, another HLB, or Huang Long Bing, the fatal citrus disease for which there is no cure. Um, another... Five trees have been found that have tested positive on a residential grove in Valley Center. So there's a new five-mile radius quarantine area around all of, well, that huge swath of Valley Center now. With all the citrus. That's going to be a problem. It is. It's a non-commercial grove, which there had been no fines in commercial groves, although recently... In, Val- in Palma Valley, in a commercial grove, they have found a psyllid that tested positive for the disease. They have not identified any trees that are infected yet. But if you have a, if they found a positive psyllid, that most likely means something's infected. That yep. there's something infected in Valley Center. I mean, in Palma Valley as well. And with five trees in Valley Center, that's a pretty significant find. Yeah. And I don't know if the trees around the find will have insulated it so that it stayed local or or if it's outside of that. It it seems to be spreading throughout the, the county. And in addition in in Valley Center there's also been there's a new quarantine area for Mediterranean I'm sorry, Mexican fruit fly. I wrote down medfly, but it's a Mexican it's fruit the Mexican fly fruit they fruit found fruit. up there. I thought they had just cleared the Mexican fruit fly. I think they did. But there's another find. They found some females and a larva. So they're going to start releasing sterile male fruit flies, uh, hundreds of thousands a day or tens of thousands a day, and then do localized treating with spinosad, the hmm. organic, uh, to get that under control. Because mm-hmm. it feeds on so many different varieties of fruit here. It's um, wow. It reminds us all to... Got to spray. Spray, treat, and right. don't bring things in. Don't bring stuff in. Don't bring stuff into the country. Yeah, There's a there's a reason why they have those checkpoints, yeah. which I don't think they – I don't even know if they, they force the checkpoints exactly. anymore. They do well, they do at the border. Well, coming oh, yeah. up from the south, not necessarily from Arizona into California, but fruit, well, people have a tendency to – Bring fruit yeah. or bring a plant and think how cute it is yeah. to, to to bring it in or or I forgot that I had a guava in my pocket 
Um, you know, and it. It's well, they used dis- to they used to have the checkpoint on Interstate 15 in Yermo on the way to Las Vegas, on yes. the way back from Las That's Vegas. That's right. And I remember because the traffic there went on the rare occasion that they were actually stopping people, right. which they didn't do all the time. The traffic could get really backed up, and I remember some, I can't remember who it was, but somebody told me I said, "Oh well, when you're coming into Yermo." Just take the frontage road, and so you, right get, you get off it, the yeah. freeway. You drive right around it, and there's no traffic. Um, but I, I can't remember. I can't remember the last time that they, uh, yeah, that I was up there. Amazing. Well, I haven't. I haven't driven back from Vegas, and I can't. Well, it was last year, but we used to go all the time. But it, right. it's been a, it's been quite a while. It, in our mature state, we admonish people to be careful with what they're transporting. In my younger state. Yeah. I couldn't believe they were stopping us coming back from from Las Vegas to yeah, to check, check for, for stuff. Fruit. Oh, I yeah. was so angry about that, <laughs> and right. so happy when they took it away. But probably, no. yeah. probably a Mexican for... fruit fly did not come in through Nevada, through Vegas. It could have, right? But, but still. it probably came from elsewhere. Well, I I remember when when the. Um, Citrus salad first showed up in San Diego. It showed up. It, it was down in Sweetwater, south Ooh. south half of the county. South right. half of the county was where they found it. And I thought for sure the south half of the county would be the first one to get, get the, the HLB, HLB too, yeah. the the disease. But clearly, it is coming in from the north, and yeah. doesn't appear to be all of the measures that we are doing and that the cdfa and the county and the usda are doing to mitigate it i guess it's helping it absolutely it must be, be helping, it must be still yeah. spreading it would have spread more rapidly but boy the uh, it. the it it's spreading rapidly so please i did notice at my house this last week i had more asian citrus psyllid on the the new growth that we talked about early mm-hmm. and i sprayed with horticultural oil and boy did the trees look good after the hoard oil went on. It had a beautiful sheen on them. Oh, I'm this sure last they did. Week. Right. It makes them look like it was prepping them for a show. Christmas. <laughs> You've been listening to the Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back next week with another hour. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.